0: You fucking <laughs> <new>. <laughs> so, this is terrible. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Hi and welcome to one of the world's greatest podcasts called Pitch Pod. I'm Joey. I'm Molly. <laughs> and I'm Robert. <laughs> and on That was the whole this. podcast. That was the whole podcast. Oh, it's still recording. Hi and welcome to this... We already we did the intro already. <laughs> episode of Pitch Pod. Joey, Joey. We already did the intro. Well, we're doing again. No, no. (laughs) So, yeah. What are we talking about? Today we're talking about Batman again. But this time it's not Batman Paramount because
1: I need to write more of it.
0: Fair, fair. (laughs) So,
1: today we're going to be doing another one of the plethora of stories that I wrote in fucking junior
0: year. And (laughs) it's Batman Family Name. (laughs) This one... Batman could definitely be a family name. It is. You know what? I'm going to name my child Batman. And family. John yeah. Batman? I John it was Batman last family. Harvey Batman is his name. Ah. No, Harvey Birdman is his name. John
1: Batman is the mad character. Mad, Mad, magazine, Mad TV.
0: John Batman. No, oh, wait. Magazine or TV? Nah, it's a Sinai and Happiness comic. Mm. <laughs> I am John Batman. Do you want to be a mediocre sidekick? Sure. I'll give you $20. Deal. Fair (laughs) enough.
1: Okay, back to the story. (laughs) This one's a shorter one, but this one starts as all things do. Batman. Bruce Wayne. Right. And his parents. Thomas Wayne. And Marcus. Nope, never mind. Plot twist. He's gay. No. (laughs) Nah, Martha Wayne. (laughs) And... Mugger shows up, crime alley, handgun at the ready, and Thomas Wayne punches the fucker in the face, knocks him the hell out. Nobody dies. Nobody
0: dies. Absolutely
1: zero deaths. I don't not that. even. Not even. Not. You don't like that. You, you're pro-parent murder, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just pro-orphan. Okay, pro-orphan. Well, that's mm, fair. That's fair. Is that like I'm social care? Like you're pro the social system of taking care of children because it's broken. And you're a bad person. Back to the podcast.
0: <laughs> um, well, this is very on topic. Yeah, obviously.
1: Yeah, we're playing really to your type, aren't you? <laughs> sadness or no sadness. Oh. Orphans. All the orphans. But Bruce Wayne, guess what? Isn't an orphan this episode. He's not. No, his parents survived. I'm sorry. But his parents are so profoundly moved by the fact that they beat the fucking shit out of a mugger that they're like, we're going to be Batman and Batwoman. Ooh. Where oh. the bats come from, I don't know. Because typically it's Bruce was scared of a bat. Maybe well, not underneath Ooh. their, their man-
0: mansion. How about this? Bruce is scared of bats.
1: But as an attempt to show their child that there's nothing to be afraid of. Just like there's nothing, no reason to fear crime. They pick Batman, Batwoman as an inspiration.
0: No, there,
1: s- you should fear crime. <laughs> as in, no, no. Well, if they're making the city safe, isn't there a statement to be made that they're making the active fear of going out not as present because
0: an external safety exists in the world? Right, but that external safety shouldn't need to exist, don't you think? Yeah, well, Gotham's just broken. They do it because there is crime rampant. True, true, true. Whatever.
1: That comes in somewhere. This isn't this one. This one might be a little less right. well written. Who knows?
0: <laughs> That's I, fine. Hey, I didn't write the, it. I hey, just, details I d- details come later. I just work here. We're laying the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but so
1: to get a little more serious, Batman and Batwoman become a thing. They get into it. Thomas Wayne Senior is hella smart. Motherfucker doesn't even need Lucius Fox for this one. He mm-hmm. just makes all the shit himself. And Martha is just like, I'm along for the ride. I, I This could be cool. I love my husband. I don't really want to, him to go out alone. I want to help him. So they go off and become Batman and Batwoman. And it's only a matter of time before young little Bruce wants in on the game. Like, why would he want his parents to leave without him? Like, <laughs> right. that's not fun. So what happens is he becomes Robin pretty quickly. He is the first Robin. Bruce Wayne... Robin numero uno. Huh. Yeah. And basically, they go for a long time as kind of like these un, unmatched heroes. Heck, actually, in the w- confines of how this would work, Batman and Batwoman's normal rogues gallery wouldn't be the normal villains. Because, like, they would maybe take on the, like, Falcone and Maroni crime families early. Because... Like, maybe, like, the generation prior to the ones Batman would face. Mm. Like, back when they were maybe even at the height of, like, their power. That makes and sense. they would maybe, like, face, like, a very young Penguin, kind of like the Gotham TV show. Okay. Yeah. But they wouldn't face people like the Riddler or Scarecrow yet, because they're really not in the game yet. Right. Um. So it would be very interesting to see the certain types of villains they would face. What? What about Joker? Where does he lie? Joker <laughs> comes into this joker
0: he comes in during this this, time this present batman
1: yes basically a couple years in pilots say because not everything has to follow this direct linear timeline i want to modify some of it to work for the confines of the story pilots say bruce is now like 15 and robin he was eight when this thing happened so he's been robin for a lot of years like he's grown up and he's really gotten into it he's really good at it but then this new villain pops up who's different He's not like all these other basically crime bosses that they fought. It's just a lot of fighting goons and then waiting for the cops to come pick up, like, whoever. Pick up the trash. Pick up the trash. <laughs> uh, and basically, this time, this guy's different. He's kind of psychotic, he's very organized. And this guy goes by the red hood. He wears this dope kind of get up and like he is he's really this bombastic personality. Like he robs banks and kills people and but it's also this fantastical affair. There's explosions of like green and red and he just like does he's this bombastic personality that kinda scares everybody and they have to find him the Batman and Batwoman and Robin, the tri trinamic duo. I don't know what dynamic times three is. The Trinamic duo. Trinamic that works. Trinamic trio. Oh. Yeah. Triumphant trio. What the fuck am I talking about? That's the best way to say it. Uh, Triumphant trio. I like the other way. You like Trinamic? Trinamic. Trinamic trio. But basically, they they go in. They go after him. They kind of maybe have a couple run-ins with him here and there. But then they really have him cornered one day at Ace Chemical. And a combat goes down. And Batman is focused a little bit too much. Thomas Wayne is focused a little too much on fighting the Red Hood, that he doesn't pay attention when the Red Hood turns and shoots off into the distance. And he actually knocks the Red Hood out and gets him, only to turn and realize that the Red Hood shot at was his Robin. Robin was helping some civilians at the plant get out of the way, clipped Robin in the shoulder, and Robin fell over into a vat of acid. Bat, like, whatever, Batclaw, something in, pulled Robin out. Martha, the Batwoman, carries her son home. He seems like he's alive. He seems like he's okay. And everything seems to be fine, but then, but there's something wrong with him. He has this white, pale complexion, and his hair has kind of gone an off color of green. Ah. And he, there's just something wrong with him. He's despondent. He's quiet. Alfred, um, they have, but he doesn't. He won't talk to them. But they're still here for him. You know, they're trying their best. But they're still crying. So they have to go out and do what's their jobs. They have to go out and help the city. And so they would leave Bruce with Alfred, and Bruce just kind of sits quietly and just is is despondent he's just kind of just not out he's out of it. But then one day he Bruce is by himself with not not by himself, he's just it's him and Alfred, and Alfred comes close and he's kinda of trying to tell him everything's gonna be fine, Master Bruce. Like I he's like I I like I love you like another son and I would do anything for you. And Bruce starts to laugh, like maniacally. They're near um, a fire to keep him warm at night, and he just goes then burn and Bruce freaks out and grabs Alfred and pushes him in the fire, burning half of his face. Whoa. And then that kind of cuts away. Batman and Batwoman are kind of like freaking out like like they they can't get in contact with Alfred. They think something has happened. They come home and Bruce and Alfred are gone. And they're just like what what happened? Like like that our boy, he's gone. And they kind of like mourn the loss. They think something bad happened to them. They don't they don't find evidence of the the Alfred thing. So they just don't they don't know what happened. And they mourn and they actually even bury. They bury a grave for both of them because they just assume maybe somebody got them some Villain along the way, and and years kind of go by, and with time, the Wayne's they try their best to move on, and they even try to build a new family. They certain things will always happen, like Dick Grayson and Jason Todd um, are two things that are like constant. So, Dick Grayson is the first real Robin, and so his parents his parents will still get murdered and he'll still need somebody to take him in and i like the idea that almost the waynes start up this like robin fort orphanage like maybe like yeah they have the classic ones like jason todd and dick grayson but also maybe just some other ones like they start their they have their own little army of like they start a wayne-based orphanage but they're not like they're just taking care of kids. almost like this it's almost like cody banks if you remember Cody Banks spy, like, to kid spy, where it's just, like, it's kind of, like, okay. a camp of, like, we care for all of you, and, like, we love you guys, but also, if you choose to, like, you can be part of this. It's not, like, something forced upon the kids, it's very much an opportunity, so, like, it's not, like, like they
0: a, teach martial arts yeah, at I, the orphanage. No, yeah, it's
1: not, like, a doggy, no, it's almost, like, no, the Wayne Manor has become this orphanage. Like, it's a home, oh, it's, almost like a, manor. it's almost, like, a boarding school thing, and, like, Gotham, let's, I think Gotham should just become super safe, honestly, like, The Waynes kind of take care of shit because they are more of a team. It's Batman without the solitary thing of I am alone Mm -hmm. because he has his wife in it and he can be better and he will never let what happened to his son happen again. He's hyper aware. He is an even more attentive father than he was to Bruce in a way because I think there's probably some misgivings of you taking advantage of the fact that you have a son who will be there for you all the time until you lose him. And he maybe just didn't even pay give him enough attention because he was like, we gotta solve crime, we gotta do this. But maybe with enough time and I think years should go by. where like to such an extent that maybe when the story finally resumes, like um, in current times, just snapshots of the moments of maybe like Dick Grayson and then Jason Todd are the inspiration for what becomes the orphanage thing, or like the you know the school for the wayward Mm -hmm. children and stuff, almost like an X Men thing. Oh. That's more of a better example than a random shot in the dark that is Cody Banks. I don't know why I went <laughs> oh, for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cody Banks is more spy shit rather than X Men, but X Men's a much better way of saying that. Okay. Hell, you could even have it that a couple kids have powers, maybe like Metakids. Mm. Like, it'd be an interesting concept just to add some more depth to the universe rather than just going they and they got two more Robins. Right. <laughs> and I think eventually, like, they kind of hit this level of security, but then. Something kind of happens, and this new player comes on the f- scene, and things haven't been this bad since the Red Hood, and they're almost, but he also has the calling cards of kind of the Red Hood, so they're like, this is weird, like, he's in jail, he's honestly been there for years, like, he got out once and we stopped him, maybe that's like a mid-little story thing mm. of maybe he, like, he tries to kill fuck Jason Todd, nod, because he, <laughs> he, this guy classically would be the Joker. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this guy would classically. Yes, Molly.
0: Jason Todd?
1: Okay, Jason Todd is the second Robin, and he is—he was infamously murdered by mm-hmm. the Joker, and came back through fancy comic book voodoo, oh. and became this guy named the Red Hood. He donned the the Joker's original getup but turned it into this anti-hero, almost killed the Joker, almost killed Batman. Sometimes he's a villain, most of the time he's a good guy now. Everyone kind of loves him, though, because his design is badass.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, no,
1: it's so cool. He just wears a fucking red biker helmet, but it still somehow looks dope. He like I think just a little wink and a nudge and a nod, Red Hood breaks out and tries to kill Jason Todd, but Jason doesn't get killed because, again, better Batman, better batwoman working together right yeah you can even have it be something like because um i don't know where i was going with that one <laughs> um i was gonna have some form of relation to kate kane the batwoman of the comics but i'm like no because she's roughly the age of bruce wayne so they can't adopt a 30 year old woman <laughs> like, right. like 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 that really wouldn't work like she can maybe become part of their team somehow i don't know but maybe that's some sometime who knows But this new guy shows up, and he's spooky, and he's scaring everybody a little bit, and everyone's on their toes, but then one night, the manor is attacked, but with this precision of someone who knows the place, and Batman and Batwoman, they have to go out, and it's almost, it's kind of akin to Bane during Nightfall, when Bane put all, let all the villains out, and they made Gotham insane. Right. And Batman had to go beat up and fix, stop all of them, and then come back. And Bane took this tired Batman and just broke his spine. It's akin to that, where I think like you can have it that this new guy has released everybody and like really kept Batman and Batwoman on their toes. The Robins are all off. Like the the Manor is almost completely empty, probably except I would maybe like someone like Jason Todd is like, I'm standing guard or Dick Grayson. Someone has to watch the Manor to take care of everybody mm-hmm. for the night, and. They come back, and Dick isn't dead. I, I'm going to have it be Dick Grayson. Dick, Dick isn't dead, but he's been beat, badly beaten. And they come home, and they find Bruce. He looks normal. But he comes up, and at first, like without thinking, even though they, they've happened upon this beat-up, they, they just aren't thinking. Batwoman runs up and hugs Bat- Bruce, because they're like, we thought you were dead. And he's like, far from it. But I see that it didn't stop you from replacing me and she kind of looks at him like what and before anyone knows anything, she like does like a grunt of pain and as she falls to the ground and he stabbed her hes he stabbed his own mother and oh. she, as she fall and she falls to the ground okay and no and Thomas turns and runs at him and Bruce just kind of like starts to fight him but with more skill than he ever had when he was Robin and as they fight slowly but surely kind of like the costume ribs open and he has a Twisted version of the Robin costume for like made to look a little older. It's not like the same costume, but with, retrofitted with this giant J across it, written like almost like this blood type patterning. And he starts to berate his father, as if like how his childhood was a joke, his existence was a joke, and how they were barely gave him enough attention once he was horrifically disfigured. That the only one who gave him love was the fucking butler, and. Like he, he and the butler still loved him enough that after he burned him he still stuck with him for years yeah he was a little two faced but nonetheless <laughs> <laughs> um, but nonetheless he stayed with him and it wasn't until Alfred died that Bruce finally realized that he needed to he needed to be something and he sought out anything and he found himself in this bizarre place called Nanda Parbat and found this guy Ra's al Ghul, and at first he became his tu- like his his mentee and worked under him and was almost like set to be the heir to the demon when Ra's was ready to you know give up what being the the demon the leader of the League of Shadows. But Bruce didn't really want to wait, and murdered Raz al Ghul oh. and <laughs> took the demon for himself and was skilled enough to kill him. Yes, he had gotten that good, and he truly, like, just became, like, this just all-powerful guy. He has this access to the Lazarus Pit and all these things, and he has this army, basically, at his back. And he right. goes, I will destroy the very thing that destroyed me, which was Gotham. He, like, got down to its core, Gotham is crime, and it is gross, and that is what brought on that mugger, that brought on this crusade, that brought on my disfigurement. I is like, and I will end you in that and he fights his father he actually I like to think that he almost like gets one up on his father and like stabs him and kind of gut like Like really gets at him and kind of mutilates him a little bit, like not really badly, but like maybe like cuts his arm off or something, or badly injures his arm to a point where he can't use it anymore. Right, where it would need to be cut off. Lots of slashing, a lot of slashing, and it's not until like basically the whole freaking Robin squad rock up and just start like beating the shit, Uh, like the being off the the Joker and he like leaves. Joker the demon is kind of going to be the the tagline of this character. Okay, and he disappears and. Bruce is taken to like probably Lucius Fox and given a little couple of upgrades. Not Bruce, sorry. Thomas.
0: Right. Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Batman in this context. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Batman. And he's given some upgrades, maybe like a cool like robotic arm and shit. Like he's Ooh, like he looks okay. he looks kinda cool. I also like this idea that he's got like this white beard that shows through on the Batman cow. So he looks kind of fucking awesome. But also they like there's the funeral held for Martha. Irony that she was killed by her true son but all of her other children attend her funeral. The kind of, like, idea here mm-hmm. where, like, sh- like her real children honored her while, like, even though she maybe may have let down, but her son made a, her real son made a choice. And from there, it builds up where, like, the, the big ultimate villain is the Joker and Batman and his little army of Robins and his right-hand men of, like, you know, Dick Grayson and Jason Todd have to go against Joker and his demons and I think the idea that Joker the demon the like the the demon's head Batman is facing his demons you know, oh. um, yeah, and I think it just comes it becomes this kind of like gang war for Gotham. But the Robins have more to fight for. This is their home. They are they're fighting for the honor of the kindest woman they've ever known in her memory. And I think they overcome the demons. And it comes down to Bruce fighting against the two two Robins, like the Robins that are his legacy and Batman, his father. And mm-hmm. is a vet, he's defeated, but he is not killed because that is not what that woman would have wanted and i think this like, a way that kind of gets him like i think he's still way stronger than all of them he's like he's kind of beaten like the shit out of all three of them at once okay. he's john wicking the hell out of it yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on against th- just three lesser john wicks right. it's like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like like it's insane but Where, oh. where's uh alfred during all of this alfred's dead remember i said he was he 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 was with alfred until alfred passed because I just don't know because I can't I don't think you can do the double twist of like okay Alfred also shows up and it's the shock value that he's two face or you could like whatever it just depends on how you'd want to do it if you could figure if you could think of a way way to incorporate him we could totally do that yeah basically there's potential for Alfred I just didn't know what to particularly do with him so I had him be dead okay (laughs) simple as that being honest but i think batman and the robins face off against joker and batman kind of gets joker thrown off his edge by kind of going you chose to leave you could have been like it's like you had the power to inform us we could have been better you chose to leave but what we we knew of you and what we thought would remained we honored look at these boys look at how what they've become look at the message you were and what you could have been and i think that kind of breaks him a little bit that he's like and he kind of even and he realizes what he's done like that he killed mm-hmm. his freaking mom you know yeah and i think he kind of crumples a little bit and rather than it being this heroic contradiction that batman stories often are of i'm going to beat the mentally ill and the broken right he, bruce no bruce breaks and stops in his violence and maybe like jason who's a little bit hard-headed is going to hit him but then thomas grabs his arm and grabs his son but his son can actually grow and rather than being another yeah yeah he stabs him again batman dies holding his son not needed it's one of those things where it's like the joker can maybe eventually get better and own what he's done what his life was but also in that i think batman and thomas grows and kind of owns the fact that he made his mistakes and a right. lot of what he has done has led to the death of his wife and the loss of his son, but there is still good in his life and there's capacity for his son to be better beyond what has happened. Mm-hmm. And that's the overall kind of story of it. It's the, I kind of think the whole point is the idea of the family name is that at the end of the day, this is a story about the Waynes, the family name, and how it, it spreads from there and how they were able to build this insane family with all these children mm-hmm. and honor these ideas of what it is to be this family and build proper. And uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of the overall story and the importance of that. And what do you guys
0: think? Pretty neat. Yeah, I still think that there should be a little bit more with Alfred. Yeah, probably. I, either more with Alfred being 2 faced, or just not have him leave. Yeah. Because it's like, or have him be killed by bruce
1: yeah i think a way to pro- possibly input it like would be having alfred maybe break from the loss of bruce as if it was his fault mm. and there's this contradictive nature of this idea that the fact that bruce did it to him broke it broke him so the scarred side is like the side that's scarred and he so he's like fuck him and kind of like and, kinda like, and fuck, fuck, fuck him and fuck all of you and fuck the Waynes and, and the Batman and everything but yeah. then there's the side of Alfred that doesn't want to hurt anybody Right. and wa- and feels g- the guilt of it and it's like this combination where maybe he yeah, he loses his mind and he maybe like he freaks out and like he could be the one who almost tries to kill Jason or something instead of the Red Hood breaking out mm. but I do like the tongue in cheek nod of that um, Yeah. yeah so it's definitely something to think and like you can even have, like, expansive arcs of, like, maybe eventually the Red Hood rehabilitates in Arkham. Okay. And the Joker, Bruce Wayne, is at Arkham and has to come to terms with the fact that maybe the man who took everything from him was just as broken. Hmm. That's that that's but that's also that's further story arc development which true. if this was a real comic book would never get there <laughs> because after you beat the Joker where's they left to go? Bane means nothing if the Joker had all of the pathos and craziness true, of true. the fact that he was also Bruce Wayne and killed Batwoman. True. Like that's your final arc villain. Obviously, much. <laughs> life beyond that is bizarre. But comic books never die, so That's there's true. a there's a little tidbit for this alternate comic history where, yes, eventually he actually does rehabilitate. Everything is fine, and he even comes to terms with the fact that the Red Hood was a person. <laughs> well, there you go. And three decades after that, they clone Batwoman, and it's like nothing bad ever happened. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen, but. There you go. That's just retroactive gerrymandering. Um, okay. Well, that was Batman, the name of the family, or family name, one of those two. Name of the family, I think, is a Superman story i wrote. You'll hear that later. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, this has been Robert. And Joey.
0: And Molly.
1: <laughs> and this has been Pitch Pod. If you guys like this, please share and subscribe and
0: leave a review. I have an Instagram, DCMRup. I have uh, my What's Up With You podcast um, on Instagram. I still have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs>
1: this has been PitchPod. Thanks for listening.
0: Beautiful.